And welcome, everybody, to a Patreon preview episode of the Animaniacast. Do you know who I am? No, but maybe if you hum a few bars. I am Ludwig von Beethoven, world-famous composer and pianist. You're a what? A pianist. Good night, everybody. And welcome, everybody, once again to the Animaniacast. This, of course, is the podcast that is dedicated to the animated television series Animaniacs, as well as other shows in the Rugerverse, such as Tiny Toon Adventures, Pinky in the Brain, and Freakazoid. But today, since it's Labor Day weekend, we decided to give up a, a, uh, a special episode of kind of a Patreon preview, like I said before. Uh, this is one of the episodes that we have available over at patreon.com slash animaniacast. And it features not only Tom Ruger, the creator of Animaniacs, but also writer, actor, puppeteer. <laughs> it's Paul Rugg. Yes, the voice of Freakazoid. And of course, one of the writers of Animaniacs who wrote some of the funniest episodes. And this particular one was the first one that he wrote. That's right. We're going to be doing a commentary track here that uh, was for episode 17 of Animaniacs, which features Rollover Beethoven and The Cat and the Fiddle. So, cue up that episode on Hulu or DVD or what have you, and be prepared to learn a little bit behind the scenes of what's going on with this uh, episode. Of course, this episode originally came out in April for our patrons, and we thank them so much for our su- their support. <laughs> I should say, and for supporting our show. See, now I got it. My brain's somewhat working. Well, special thanks to our patrons, Anthony, Bemused Horseman, Christian, Ethan Ashir, Kyle, McCoy, MJ, Nebby, Ketzel, Rapid Kirby, Tamara, The Guaranteed Engine, The Cartoon Gamer, Weffy, Marjorie, Marty, Melissa, Brian, and Micah. You guys are all helping keep the lights on and supporting our show, and some of them are even getting additional bonuses, such as Animaniacs decals that I create, but also some of them are also getting signed Animaniacs trading cards signed by Tom Ruger, and the, the obviously the inventory on that is limited, so if you're interested in getting a signed card from Tom, uh, you want to go over to patreon.com slash animaniacast check out that $20 level and that way you get not only the commentaries and the decals but also each month you'll be getting a new signed trading card so it's all available over there on our Patreon thank you so much to our patrons and let's go ahead and get right into our conversation here with Tom and Paul about this episode so it's me, Nathan, Kelly we're all there too but I hope you enjoy this, and if you'd like more, here's that address one more time, patreon.com slash animaniacast. And thank you so much to our patrons for their support. Welcome, patrons. We are back here with episode commentaries with Tom Ruger, and we are so happy that 
episode 17, we have a special guest with us because this gentleman wrote one of the cartoons that we're going to watch today. That's right. We have the writer of Rollover Beethoven, which is featured in episode 17. Mr. Paul Rugg is also with us today. Welcome, Paul. Yay. Yay. Sound effects. Yay. <laughs> Yes, Paul is it's so I'm so glad you're able to join us today. This is fantastic. We're watching of course the first episode that you wrote for Animaniacs, right? Yeah, it, Beethoven. Yes. This is the first thing I ever wrote on Animaniacs and it was my test. It was my uh my audition, I think. Yeah. Um yeah. but I didn't know that then. I I knew that I was hired to write one episode. Um, and I had met with Tom and Sherry and it was very, very pleasant. And I thought, well, that, that was very nice. And, but I didn't know that what, what they knew, which, which was, if you do this well, you won't have to eat at, um, 7-Eleven every night. And so, um, very, yeah, yeah. Paul and John both were given like the first two premises that existed for the show and were, were asked uh, on a freelance basis to go write these scripts. It was uh, Rollover Beethoven and Dracula, Dracula. Right, right. And we got him on the same same day and he went to his house, I went to mine. And we I think we checked in each other, in with each other like three times a day. I was like, how, <laughs> how, how's yours going, John? And he'd be like, well, I'm, I'm on page 10. And I'd be like, I'm on the first paragraph. Um, and so yeah it went went like that for a week he said i've already rewritten mine 10 times and i was on the second paragraph and um yeah so anyway that's what i remember let me ask you did was there an outline involved yeah but it was only it was only literally like it was less than a paragraph i think it was (laughs) it was which was awesome right um Because I hate outlines, but it was like they goof on. Yeah, I think you remember. I think you guys used the term "goof on." He, <laughs> they, they goof on Beethoven, and um, <laughs> which I was like, okay, I'll I'll still write for it. And um, <laughs> it was they goof on Beethoven, and uh, and I, and I think you and Sherry had had a few specifics like. But and I can't recall what they are, but maybe my memory will be jogged when they when we look at this. But yeah, there were there I were think, a few little yeah. things. I think one of the things I was pressing for, and I don't know why I remember this, but I definitely wanted you to roll with the the pianist concept. Yes, yes. So there's yeah. a there. I'm a penis. And I was like, ooh, ooh, <laughs> you're what? Yeah. You're penis. So I think we did that, and then, but I remember then it was like blue skies and. This is the first episode where I ever struggled with the door, a door concept, because right when I wrote this, Sherry also gave this sort of lecture primer uh, (laughs) on how you write animation, which is you call all the angles. And I took that very seriously, as I recall. It was like angle on, you know, the uh, Yakko, uh, widen out to reveal Wacko, uh, close on and all this stuff. And I'd never written like that in my life. And so I, I know, I happen to remember, it took me two days to figure out where to put the camera for their entrance <laughs> at the door. 
And I, <laughs> and, and since that time, I have been plagued by cameras and doors because I'm like, well, do you, is, are you in the room when is, should the camera be in the room and should be on the other side of the door? I think I need to think about this quite a little bit longer. And so, <laughs> I, so yeah, so this was my first struggle with doors. And you'll see it doesn't really matter, but I took it very seriously. And OTS. I'm, I'm excited to see it. Yeah. The, I want to see these doors. I want to see. <laughs> I hope we can freeze it at the door because <laughs> I want you to see exactly where That's... I decided to put it. Well, <laughs> and the listeners can pause both the podcast and right. the exactly. audio. Exactly. It would be way you too know, complicated. Maybe but, you'll um... provide a little, maybe I could write a little paragraph about what my, my thinking was about where the camera was with the door. <laughs> uh, Paul, I know you're a fan of of the Mel Brooks, the producers. You put, a, in yes. fact, a lot. We've noticed a lot of little tributes to it in, in like you know, I've never been on a summer cruise, you know, stuff like mm -hmm. uh, that. And and uh, you have Kenneth Mars in this one. Um, yes. Did you have a hand in that at all, or was that just happy I don't coincidence? Think so. I think maybe I don't think so. Although I was, I'm a, I. I am, I remain a Kenneth uh, Mars fan, may he rest in, in peace. And I think I was such a Kenneth Mars fan that then we used him on another show, uh, Freakazoid, as Dr. Gunter Hunterhanker in the yes. Candlejack episode. Yes. Um, oh, 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 well, way to go. What uh, happened? What happened? Well, you'll be, you'll be getting a, a visitor shortly, I'm sure. Okay. Doctor, I, I can't say can't his say name. He okay. shall not be named. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, but, uh, but so I'm like I'm like a huge, huge Kenneth Mars fan. Plus, Kenneth Mars was brilliant in um, a movie called What's Up, Doc. That all of your fans, yes. everyone that everyone should see that movie. I my my dad had me watch that when I was a little kid. Maybe, and see, you're a fine. Better person. Yeah, see, I'm fine mentally. I'm I'm almost there. And, and uh, before we before we start the show, though, before we watch this cartoon, uh, I got to say that the the Paul's and John's scripts arrived uh, the same day. So <laughs> Sherry Stoner is in the next office, and I hear her laughing out loud. And she doesn't really do that very much, but she's like laughing out loud. And she like screamed, you got to read this. <laughs> so I immediately start reading and I'm laughing out loud. And honestly, it was with these two scripts that we realized, wait, we actually, and we didn't know this until we read these two scripts. Wait, we, we actually have a show. It, it, it actually works. I mean, because Paul and John made it work. I mean, it's like we gave them like, Here's what the characters are. We gave them this like show Bible or character Bible, but that doesn't mean it's going to work. It, it <laughs> took uh, these two uh, brilliant, funny people to like, you know, spend all that time and energy and figuring it out. And they, they hit yeah. it out of the park. Well, thanks, Tom. But also it was from what you guys said on our way out the door, which went, and we had talked about is like, is that these are sort of the Marx brothers and that like really hung with me so that sort of was like oh Marx Brothers Marx Brothers Marx Brothers um and so this is probably my probably maybe uh, the most Marx Brothersy brothery thing that yeah. I, I had done because ev eventually then they sort of settled down from that and we they found their right. own thing but for me on this one they were like they were you know uh Harpo 
Chico and Groucho, and yeah. <laughs> either of the other two that are interchangeable in any movie. There you go. Yes, <laughs> and Margaret Dumont as the beaver. and Margaret and and Margaret Dumont, which yeah. is Beethoven takes the Margaret Beethoven. Dumont place here. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, I think we better get right into it. So once again, episode 17 featuring Rollover Beethoven, which was directed by Michael Gerard and written by Paul Rugg and The Cat and the Fiddle, which was directed by Alfred Gimeno and written by Nicholas Hollander. And Nathan, what do we do to make sure that everyone is synced up to the same uh, point as us? All right. So start your episode. And then as soon as Bugs Bunny standing in front of the WB emblem fades to black, you pause it. And then Joey's going to tell you to unpause it in just a second. All right. So are we ready? Here we go. One, two, three, and go. All right. So, of course, we have a theme song. Yeah, uh, so um, Paul <laughs> has not said what his thoughts are. On this. We, we've said a couple things ourselves. Yes. I've ne- I, nev- I never liked this. <laughs> I'm just joking. I, should, I just I they, find it like it's the same thing every time. I know. Well, <laughs> wait, wait. And <laughs> Nathan and I were, were just talking about uh, super strong Warner siblings the other day, though, and we all like the fact that that episode ends with them kind of going ah you know the the song i mean not the episode but the the theme song ends and the episode yeah. begins right away showing that they are doing this live each yes, and every episode every, yeah every single time so yeah. so exactly. we should appreciate that yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know they could just record it it would save us you time, know but... and the bologna I... but the bologna is fresh every day which is important exactly you gotta you gotta get the fresh bologna our bologna is fresh every day good <laughs> Tom Bodette. Tom Bodette. Tom, um, he 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 actually recorded these and sent them in, right? But he never yeah. came to the studio. Yeah. He came uh, a couple times. He did oh, okay. show up. He would be like in, in town. These were right. uh, that idea. That concept was by Sweeney, uh, Mark Sweeney. Good idea, bad idea. He loved Tom Bodette. Here's Paul Rugg. Brilliant writer. Take it, Paul. <laughs> oh sausage capital oh so stuff sausage capital of europe i threw that in that was the first thing i wrote and i was shocked when they actually said okay that's fine i'm like that, <laughs> it, it normally never worked that way look at did all you write in what songs he was going to be playing for i didn't i didn't these okay. are all <laughs> Kenneth Mars was so fun. I wanted him to say silly words too. I think he eventually did. <laughs> Great bit. Okay, so this <laughs> I was I was shocked that they actually allowed me to do that too. <laughs> oh, here comes the door. Here comes the door. I want everyone to look. See, that's where I put the camera with the door. Oh. <laughs> I love their dance and everything about here too, yeah. though. This is great. So their voices are a little lower here. One of the yeah. first recordings. Now I don't remember writing this, um, and I think I think Tom, you guys wisely added that in. 
that was. Well, you know, it's those royalties. <laughs> so you can tell here, guys, this, there's like a, there's, t this is a total Marx Brothers thing. Yeah. Uh, the bird. Be Be yeah. Beethoven mm -hmm. is Margaret Dumont. And they are going to goof on him now. <laughs> uh oh. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> oh, I remember this one. This is, yeah. I like this joke. Yeah, so gross. <laughs> In my ear. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Now this is Tokyo Movie Shinsu's first, one of their very first Warner's cartoons. You can see that for the most part they look really great. They have, there's a few shots where they do look a little, little, little weird, but for the most part they look uh, the way we're used to TMS doing them. You know oh. the interesting. Oh, sorry, the interesting about about writing this was it was it was like one. Oh, okay. Here comes li their little spoons. <laughs> so cute, yeah. So Tom, I remember you really like their little spoons. I remember <laughs> I you telling me I love the little spoons part. <laughs> you did. You're like the little spoons, it's cute. And Tress delivered it very cutely. Yep. This is a real cute bit here, Paul. We should have done this yep. again. We didn't. Now that was one of the catchphrases that we never actually used a lot later. That was actually yeah. in the bi in the Bible. Yep. Uh, now that is probably on. directly taken from a, a Marx Brothers movie. Yeah. And here comes the pee pee talk. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. And by the way, in case everyone wants to know, that's the first time we ever recorded a good night, everybody. everybody. Yep. Absolutely. That, is, mm. that, that must have been the in first... the show Bible, right? Um, Absolutely. Was it? Yes, I think it was. What? Okay. Was good night, everybody. everybody in the Bible? Or, or it was written by Paul. <laughs> it's one of those mm. two. One of the two, I guess. <laughs> I don't think I ever, maybe I did. We got our money's worth out of uh, uh, good night, everybody, though. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> I don't even need to hear that again. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great cue for the kids to know, wait, I got to yeah, re-listen to that. Yeah. <laughs> what do they say? <laughs> and you'll all probably notice we haven't gone back to the door. <laughs> <laughs> Stay as far away from the because door. That would have been too complicated. <laughs> You know what Vienna sausage means? It's really Vienna is a wiener. Vienna means wiener in German. Uh, oh. Yeah. oh, they did the fifth symphony burps. I just talked over it. Sorry. Is, was that like a, a wackarati, like uh, pre? <laughs> Or did we already have a Wackerati by now? Well, we too, did, actually? but this was written kind of. Yeah, this was also made before, but yeah. Well, they hum a lot with the the, the Fifth Symphony here. Mm hmm.
Kind of like interesting seeing Yakko doing a gookie and everything, basically, right there. <laughs> so Kenneth Barnes is basically doing his um, his character that he did in Young Frankenstein. Yeah. By the way. Mm-hmm. Inspector Kemp, yeah. I believe. Yes. Yeah. Bootsteps. Wandering in his grandfather's woodsteps. Fabulous Baker Boys. Yes. And and at the time we were originally talking about this episode, we talked about how as a kid, it's like Fabulous Baker Boys is an R-rated movie. This is like, no kids are going to get this. <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer and, and Dot's got cleavage here. It's bizarre. Wow. <laughs> well, you know. Now, did so you I write think, that, Paul? Nope. I think that I think that was an addition, which is good. Totally ruins the cartoon, but <laughs> <laughs> I like that bit a lot, Paul. I love the oil, the yep. oil stick. Oh. Tell you, the, as the first thing I ever wrote, I was like, "What can I do now? Can he do that? I don't know. Is that allowed? Well, I guess I'll we'll just try it." We love this script so much that we really didn't like, I think we were supposed to be making seven minute cartoons. We said, no, we're just gonna let this go as long as this script is going. <laughs> so I think it was probably a 10 minute cartoon, don't you think? Well, there is a commercial break, I believe in it. <laughs> there, There is, I think it's a, there's a break, I think. Maybe, maybe think not, it's is. hard to tell on the DVD. <laughs> See, this is where it gets a little evil. Yeah, it gets a little dark here. <laughs> it's going to. Well, I mean, this is this is taken from the best of Warner Brothers, right? So it's like, oh the, yes, that's the, true. With a hammer and wood and hammering things up. Um, yeah. And I can see Sylvester doing this to yes. Tweety. Yeah. Yeah. But murder. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, so that was from the Bible. So, Tom, do you have any idea how much we used to have you seen our pet, or was this it? No, we probably, I'd say five times. What do you okay. think? Uh, yeah, at least. Adam, that's, cast, that's, at least. That sounds about. That sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would think at least five. I mean, Paul, you were you were the monster in the first the first time. That's right. That's right. Oh, monster! Yeah. Oh, monster! Yep. <laughs> Now this always made me sad because he looks hurt. Where's Mimi? And that's a she, she. Yes. They never did a <laughs> wee wee though. I'm surprised. Mm. <laughs> There's the Mr. Potty Mouth getting washed out again. But like that time, he didn't even say pianist. They did. <laughs> yeah, but they know it. And you're a pianist, so. <laughs> oh, I get it. I love the Elvis and the album. They gave yeah. him. They and gave it to Frank, him, Tom. Frank Sinatra, and he, he knows all of them. Oh, it's. 
Paulie, Paulie knew what you he know, was doing. First cartoon so, he ever wrote. What's interesting yeah. though is you can see sort of like it, for me, it's 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 um, it's kind of one note, right? So it's like, but we we learned from that 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 there needed to be other elements. They couldn't just goof on them all the time. Not that I don't like it, but it, but yeah. This is the most dark. Yeah, that's, good idea, bad that's probably my favorite good idea. Bad idea is feeding stray kittens that was in the, the park. That was the first one uh, uh, Sweeney wrote. Really, the, feeding first, stray kittens to dark, a bear. The dark, uh, <laughs> evil one. Now this show is animated by uh, the New Zealand outfit Freelance, Freelance. Graphics, yeah. and it has some uh uniquely lethargic animation going on but uh but rita sounds beautiful when she sings her song she 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 sounds great this is hector elizondo uh performing stradivarius and uh pretty pretty woman was that what he was in yeah a few things yeah he said i love this song It's it's perhaps the it's it's my favorite Rita song I think. And it's, I mean, it's got it's, yeah. it's a wonderful it's contrast. It's a wonderful <laughs> contrast between what Paul's just done, <laughs> the Warner Brothers driving, <laughs> and then we got this sweet little uh, sincere song. It's it's really quite the variety show. So we a lot of these shows have you know an adjoining theme. Right. So what, what I guess would music, music would be the one, I suppose, in this one, right? We have a. Oh, a yeah. It, and... it, well, there's the violin in this thing. It's classical music, I guess we would say. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, the person trying to kill the people that are <laughs> our main characters, the yeah. musician. <laughs> All right. Yeah. The, the the characters who are annoyed by our stars are turns out to be murderers. Yes. <laughs> That's what we were saying. Now, uh, Acom and uh, freelance graphics. Th- they had uh, their issue, main issue was there would be gestures, movements that were actually kind of unnecessary. So, and that's where uh, TMS and, uh, uh, and Wang were really good. They, they just did the movements that were needed and those always paid off well. There's always a little extra mouth movement, it seems like that, and or, or among other Freelance things. Freelance graphics, we would edit, uh, Joe Gall and the other editors would just remove entire sections of film out of one movement, and, and it would just really tighten these cartoons up a great deal. By the way, cat guts are never used in the making of violin strings. Uh, just, just so you know, it's just <laughs> never used. Sheep, I guess sheep intestines are used, but not cat. 
Well, I'm never going to use a violin again. No, yeah, never. <laughs> that, that gives, I'm never going to play violin. Mahi, <laughs> Mahi. <laughs> That's my favorite line in this cartoon. Mahi, Mahi. <laughs> I see what there's a break commercial break <laughs> so Paul uh have you been I'm pretty good <laughs> I'm just watching it it's been a long time and I yes I it's interesting to hear what you're talking about with all these and you know all the studios and stuff I have nothing to add <laughs> you never wrote any uh I don't think you ever wrote any Rita and Runt ones uh, right? was... actually I was one of my jobs as soon as we finished the first group of scripts I did, I would sit with Tom and we would look at where a script needed to be punched up in the ADR phase. So my job, we would go through and go, geez, that line could be better. That line could get punched up or that doesn't make, make sense. So we would look at it and then I would go away and then write all these different, uh, what had to fit the mouth flaps. I, I would write little alternatives and present them to Tom normally on the morning that they had to be done. And Tom would go, no, yes, no, 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 no. So I did that for a lot of these. <laughs> mahi, mahi. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, is it mahi, mahi? <laughs> and and it really is kind of tough with the with the mouth flaps. You, it really you're is. You're limited. You're very limited. And I think one we actually rewrote the entire episode in the ADR phase. Oh wow. Yeah. I don't remember which one, so I can't. Is that know. broadcast nuisance, maybe? Maybe. Mm-hmm. I was like, based on the uh, episode, it's been like the Miss Lamille episode that was where the, all their mouths don't match. <laughs> for some reason, the only time I've ever that seen Tom animation. laugh for five minutes straight and he couldn't breathe was when we John McCann and I came up with an ADR line, which was Yakko says to the others, no, Dot says, Let's dress up like ghosts and scare the crew. <laughs> and I don't know what it's from. I, I wish I could remember. I go, I go, Tom, look, this fits. <laughs> one that I remember one that we edited into almost oblivion was uh, Moby. Moby, yes. the Moby Dick episode. Yes. Moby or not Moby, yes. I think, right? It was that's like the a, one, Tom. That's the one. Yeah. Let's let's <laughs> dress up like ghost and scare the crew. Scare the crew. Yeah, yeah. And it was like an eight-minute cartoon, and I think it comes out about four minutes now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have yet to get to that one. That. And I'll just add, even though it has nothing to do with this episode, in those days, we only had VHS tapes to look at the mouth flaps, and that's not a very precise thing. So I put the, right. put the tape in, pause it, roll it back, move oh, it forward. It golly. was really hard. I would think with, I would think with freelance, though, they, they, they're, they're, Lips are not very like synchronized necessarily with what they are. Truly oh yeah, saying, they are very rubbery. The you mouth kind of just put in whatever you want. <laughs> they almost never close their mouths though, which is weird. <laughs> if if the mouth doesn't close, it's hard to make certain sounds, so it just looks mm. weird. Yeah. Ah, ah, ah. 
And normally what we would do is we would not go by what the character sometimes looked like. We would go by the vowels and uh, by the number of vowels in the original line. And that's how we would sure it would, it would work. Yeah, the, yeah, the syllables, yep. Right, syllables, yes. That's what, uh, that's the word, Tom. <laughs> See, that's, that's why, yeah. The consonants are important too. <laughs> By the way, everyone, Earth to Ned. Is Gotta watch plus. it. Earth to Ned. You must go see and watch <laughs> and listen to Earth I've, to Ned. I've seen all the Rock. episodes. Yeah, I've seen all the episodes, Paul. And I started watching them again uh, with kids in, in my school. So when they're coming in at lunch or something like that, I'll have Earth <laughs> to Ned in the background playing. And I'll just watch the kids just start turning their heads and just watching this. What is it? <laughs> Yeah, what is it? I and it's very they they love it though. Okay. They're getting a kick out of it. That's like runt. And I say, I know that guy. Here. I know that guy. <laughs> so that that always impresses them. <laughs> oh, cute ending. Oof. That was very good. That was sweet, cute. sweet. Mm. But yeah, I like that runt got to sing a little in that song too. Yeah. Now you'll notice it. Paul Rugg is listed. Seeing supervising story editor Paul Rugg. So he went from writing uh, a script to, I don't know how many months, how many months between writing that first script and becoming a story editor, Paul? Uh, so we would, I've written this in December. I started working with you guys right after the first of the year. I don't know, um, six months maybe, or maybe sure. a little longer. Uh-huh. Oh, show's over. <laughs> the clap Goodbye, on, show. clap off thing. <laughs> the clapper. We still we still see those around every Christmas time. You'll still see the commercials for that. Well, that's awesome. Thank you so much, Paul, for that first commentary with us. Yeah, I don't know. That was, I that just was saw, fun. What's Amblin? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure it out next okay. time. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly will be more than happy to tell you all about Amblin. This podcast is not endorsed by Warner Brothers or Amblin Entertainment and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Animaniacs, Tiny Toon Adventures, Freakazoid, the Warner Brothers logo, all names, pictures, and sounds are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respected trademark and copyright holders. All original content of this podcast is the intellectual property of the Animaniacast unless otherwise indicated.